Okay, this is your Forces of the Earth review. Thank you. So make sure your name again is on the top because that's the only way you're going to get your bonus points tomorrow is if somebody signs. 15 minutes is all you have to do tonight. My suggestion is study as long as you need to, but give me at least 15, okay? All right. Mr. Swearingen, what does the paper say? Minimum of 15 minutes if you want the points. All right. So there's some information on the board that's going to help you tomorrow. The C, the C stands for convergent boundary, and it makes three different types of landforms. What does it make? Mountains, Mountains trenches. trenches, and volcanoes. Then the D stands for what? Divergent, and it makes what two things? Ridges and rifts. Okay? And then T stands for transform. What do they make? Faults and earthquakes. All right, so the first question says, what type of boundary forms rift valleys and mid-ocean ridges? What makes R and R? Divergent. Divergent is dividing, good job. Divergent boundary. Rift valleys are formed on land and ridges are formed in the ocean. So depending on how it asks you on the test, it may give you a scenario, it may give you a landform, and then you have to decide what plate boundary formed it. Okay? So that's why that information is incredibly valuable to you today. Okay? Divergence creates rift valleys on the land and ridges in the ocean. What is the name of the theory that the continents drifted apart from a supercontinent called? Pangea. You guys, what's the name of the theory? Continental drift. There you go. And who thought of it? Alfred Wegener. Oops, echo. Oh yeah, that was right. I thought I was on the wrong line. Alfred Wegener. It's spelled with a W, but since it's German, it's pronounced with a V. And what were the four pieces of evidence that he came up with to support his theory? Why was it a theory, first of all? Why couldn't it be a scientific law? It isn't, for this, it isn't really an evidentiary thing. For this, it happens over such a long period of time, just like evolution, just like anything else that takes a long time. Can we truly observe it? No, it takes too long, right? We can't verify at each juncture what's happening, but we can use evidence to support the theory. And he came up with four things. Somebody give me one. Fossils, you could have raised your hand. Not this is not a hand raise. James raised his hand. You can give me the next one, James, okay? So fossils was the first one. What type of fossil evidence did he find? Robert? Somebody besides Peyton. Peyton, you can't answer all the questions. I need to see that everybody else understands too. Okay, we talked about four different organisms, right? One plant and three animals that were found on separate continents. Do you guys remember any of those? There were weird looking dinosaurs, right? There was Cyagnathus, Lystrosaurus, Mesosaurus, and Glossopterus was the plant. So Glossopterus, for example, was found on all five lower continents. Those are separated by thousands of miles of ocean today. 
The only way that's possible is if the land used to be joined. Chloe, what's your question? You have the next one? Okay, so fossils, what's, well, I said James had the next one. James, you got another one for me? Glacial evidence. How does glacial evidence prove anything? Glaciers made what in the land? Glaciers made what on the land? The ice carved what into the land? Striations. That's the word you're looking for. Okay. The ice carved striations. And when they lined those striations up, they started a single origin point. The only way that's possible, if they're on separate continents now, but when you line up the stripes, they line up and they start with a single origin. The only way that's possible is if the land was once the same place. Okay. Chloe, what's the third one? Say it again. Rock layers, landforms and rock layers. Can you give me an example? All right, Joseph. No, the Grand Canyon was formed by, by water erosion. No, so remember when we talked about how there are coal fields in Appalachia and coal fields in Europe that the coal matches up? age and composition, coal takes millions of years to form. The only way it's possible for it to be the same type of coal is if it used to be the same place. Make sense? There are also certain layers of sediment and rock that match up on separate continents by layer. Again, that's only possible. That's only possible if they used to be the same place. Yes, Brina. The fourth one is what? Continental fit, which goes with the next question. What two continents did Wegener say fit like puzzle pieces? Uh, pointed right at you. Africa and South America. Africa and South America fit like puzzle pieces. Now the others, you know, there has been some coastal erosion over time. But if you lined up continental shelves, Europe and North America would slide right into each other as well. The five lower continents, we put them together on our map, right? And formed a Pangaea-like continent with them. They also will slide together and fit together. But these two fit just like they were made for each other, right? All right, at which type of boundary do we get the newest crust? I see where you're going with that, but that would have something to do with convergence. This is actually going to be divergence. What type of divergent boundary makes new crust? When the seafloor divides, old crust separates, new crust forms. That's the newest crust, okay? Divergence in the form of seafloor spreading gives us the newest crust. The old pieces divide apart at a plate boundary and new crust forms. That's how we get different ages of oceanic crust. 
Number seven says on a topographic map, gradual changes in elevation are represented by what? A, contour lines that are close together. What do we say about that? The closer the lines, the steeper the climb, right? So it can't be that. B says contour lines that are further apart. Winner, winner? Chicken dinner. The answer is B. Why doesn't V work? That's evidence of a river valley. And circles inside each other indicate what? A peak. So those can't be the answer. Are we good with that? On a topographic map, number eight says, says steep slopes are represented by the closer the lines, the steeper the climb. So what is it going to be? A. Again, B is gradual, C represents a rift valley, or river valley, sorry, river valley, and D represents a peak, so they don't work. Now we just talked about divergence in the ocean, right? Two oceanic plates moving away from each other, so this is divergence, is going to form what? Divergence creates rifts on land, ridges where? In the ocean. So we said two plates pulling apart, moving away from each other, makes what? D, mid-ocean ridges. And I apologize for the poor handwriting there. That's supposed to say ridges. I know it looks like something in Swahili. Exactly. All right, now think this one through. A hot spot is an area where there's magma rising up. If a plate boundary went over that in the ocean, what could it form? All right, so let's think this through. Rift valleys, we said, are formed where? Land, so can A be the answer? No, because no, we said this is an ocean situation, right? A hot spot is an area in which magma is near the surface of the crust. Over time, volcanoes form because the magma flows out of a hot spot. If a plate converges over that, what's it gonna form? We're talking ocean-ocean convergence here. Ocean meeting ocean. B. A chain of small islands. It's gonna make volcanic islands. All right, what layer of earth do the plates move around on? Now this is in your notes. We did the one that looked like a piece of pie, remember that? Well, I'm gonna show you, aren't you lucky? All right, going back to our notes. The crust is where the plates move. Why does that happen? Because of what's going on here. What is this process called? Convection. Convection. And in convection, heat does what? 
Heat rises, cold falls. That keeps happening. What is in this layer? What two things? This was just a week ago, guys. What two things are in this layer? It's semi-solid. What two things are in the layer? You have rock and you have what? Magma. I'm a little concerned right now. <laughs> you have rock and you have magma in the asthenosphere. That is the layer that causes plates to move. So on your paper, number 11, This is where convection happens. Heat rises, cold falls. It's a mixture of rock and magma or lava, however you like to say it. Those two things are constantly churning and that's what forces movement on the plates. How do we know where the youngest crust is or where the older crust is? So if I have, there you go. So older crust always subducts, younger crust always goes on top. So older subducts because it is denser. Older is going to go under, so the youngest crust is always going to be on top. Number 13, the answer is Harry Hess. That actually will not be on the test tomorrow. But he's the scientist that confirmed Wegener's theories and added plate tectonics to it. And he figured it out because of seafloor spreading. He observed that first, then he observed the other plate boundary movements, and that's how he came up with the whole theory of plate tectonics. 14, 15, and 16 are matching term with definition. 14 says, formed when a river carves a deep river bed into the land. What's the answer, guys? Canyon, C. 15, formed when sediment is left at the mouth of a river. A delta. And 16 says, shown using circles inside of each other and the smallest circle is the top. That represents a mountain or a hill. We're gonna write some more notes here, don't get rid of this. Write convergent, divergent, and transform. These are the notes that are on the board and I'm gonna explain how you use them, okay? Convergent, we said, is when plates do what? Collide. Divergence is when they? Divide and transforms when they? Slide. They can either slide horizontally or vertically. As long as they're going opposite directions, it's a transform boundary. Mountains are formed when you have continent to continent convergence. Land only. Mountains can only be formed on land. Continental to continental convergence. Remember there are two types of crust, oceanic crust and continental crust, right? So mountains are only formed when two plate boundaries with continental crust collide. 
trenches are formed when you have oceanic crust subducting under continental crust. And volcanoes are oceanic, oceanic convergence. Will that help you decide what forms what? Now, divergent, we have rifts and ridges, right? Rifts are always on land. Ridges are always in the ocean. That's how you tell those apart. I'm sorry? No, about once a week. Okay, all right, transform. Whether it's on land or in the water, they make faults and earthquakes. They're not specific to a certain type of crust as far as oceanic or continental. So convergence makes mountains, trenches, and volcanoes, and that has to do with either continental or oceanic convergence. Divergence makes rifts and ridges. Transform makes faults and earthquakes. That's what those notes mean, and that will help you on the test tomorrow. Okay, now let's take a look at this portion. We already did this, but I'm gonna give you a few more notes. So write this on your paper. This represents a sunken area, which is what the hasher marks mean, okay? That's a depression in the land. I know, poor land. He's mad because a meteor hit him, right? It says, the photograph below shows a large meteorite crater. So a meteorite smacked into the earth and made this depression. Well, maybe they have landed in those areas, but the cities were built on top of them. So we don't know. It could happen. Okay. All right, on the next part, always remember on any map, topographic map, the closer the lines, the steeper the climb. If you can memorize that little rhyme there, it will help you on the test as well. The closer the lines, the steeper the climb. The steeper the climb. If you ever come to a question and you're looking at it and you're going, I have no idea what to do here, compare your answer choices. If three of them have something in common and one of them does not, guess what the answer is? The one that does not, okay? So for example, on this one on number five, they gave you three areas that were on a bay and only one that was on the ocean. And it's asking you about waves eroding it over time. Are waves gonna hit on an inland bay or are they gonna hit on, on the shoreline? Where do waves crash? On the shore. An inland bay is protected. The only thing that's gonna make this water move is wind, okay? For waves to hit, it has to be on a coastline. So the only possible answer on that is H, which is area S. All right, this little triangle right here is a benchmark. 
It represents the exact elevation of the highest point on a topographic map. So if you see one with this little mark, that's the peak. Let me write that on there too. This little triangle with a dot represents the peak on number six on your review. And it's usually marked with an exact number. You see how these are ballpark here? It's always marked with an exact number. Okay. You're still writing, so I'll, I'll pause there for a moment. All right, number seven, let's look at that. Seven will not be on the test. Don't study it. I mean, you can just for knowledge, but I promise you it's not on the test. Remember, closer equals steeper. Closer the line, steeper the climb. On number eight. Number nine, you just had to know your directions. And again, closer the line, steeper the climb. And on the last one, there isn't one like this on the test, but it's still good to understand how to take a 3D representation and make it look 1D. This is three-dimensional because you can see length, width, and height, right? This is one-dimensional, but it suggests those things based on the layers that the lines represent, okay? All right. The other thing that we need to talk about is um, atomic structure. So I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording here and we're gonna do a Kahoot.